Hey everyone, welcome back to Project America. I'm your host, Michael Romines. Today we are not going to have our co-host. Uh, the reason for that is it is approximately 3.16 a.m. and it is the a.m. of this Friday, the day that you will be listening to this episode, hopefully. Uh, yesterday on Thursday, it was my birthday. I decided I want to hang out with some friends and kind of try and have some fun. Uh, I also have an exam today at 11 that I was kind of cramming some study time in for, uh, and this podcast kind of fell behind. Nevertheless, I am determined to constantly and consistently come and uh, provide you guys with some quality content concerning our everyday lives that I feel like everyone should open their mind on and uh, listen to and talk about. Um, so if you wouldn't mind, first of all, I keep saying this at the end of the video, I want to start saying this at the, or the end of the recording, I want to start saying this at the beginning of the recording, please like, uh, if you're listening to this on Facebook, please like and share it, um, if you're listening to this on Spotify, please share this around with your friends and family, uh, please be sure to go back and listen to our previous episodes if you have not, uh, done that yet, uh, it means a lot to us, um, I've said this in previous videos, the goal of this is not to make me some popular person with a big audience. The goal of this is to uh, get people to open up their minds and um, start talking about issues that we don't necessarily openly talk about either because we're afraid or because we don't feel like people would be accepting of our beliefs or our uh, opinions. Um, and that can come a lot... Uh, that, that, that will have to do a lot with today when we're talking about COVID. Um, so I put a post on our Facebook uh, and other social media about our schedule. Today is our free topic. Um, originally, we were supposed to have our podcast with Ty Hermish today, but they got switched around due to me being busy, me being unable to co record uh, Thursday's episode on Wednesday. Um, but like I said, today we're going to talk a little bit about COVID and the effects that COVID has had on our society as a whole. Um, this episode, for the most part, will not be anything political. It will just be how we are uh, interpreting and dealing with the things that have been happening, whether it's political or not. Uh, so that will go from face masks to political uh, social fears and, and things like that. Uh, please bear with me. Like I said, it is three in the morning. Um, I, I, I am determined to get this out. Uh, but I got some notes here, some things I really want to talk about. So let's talk about it. Um, which will be really interesting because it's literally just me talking in an empty dorm room, uh, to myself. Something I haven't done yet. Um, the first thing I did want to talk about was our face mask issue. And the reason why I wanted to talk about face masks was not because I wanted to talk about people's opinions on face masks. I wanted to talk about face masks and a way of how we use people's faces to feel socially confident. Um, so let's think back pre-COVID. Uh, when you looked at a lot of cities and states even, wearing things that hid your face was actually illegal. You were not allowed to do so. Um, that means even during the winter, if you were afraid of the flu and you chose to wear a face mask, a lot of times they actually wouldn't let you. You could get in trouble for that uh, in, in some places, not everywhere, but in some places you could. Um, but one of the things I, I more wanted to focus on is the fact that face masks hinder our ability uh, to use 
one of our key sources of trust when we're talking and meeting new people and 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 trying to learn new people. Uh, one of the best ways we have to instill trust in our new uh, in, in, into new people in our life are uh, our our faces. Like I said, um, it's it's really hard to do that when you're literally only seeing the eyes and up eyes and forehead of a person. Uh, you you don't get to see their facial emotion and their facial expressions and such. And uh, if you're a person like me, that's very hard because I tend to be a very analytical person. I look at your facial expressions. I look at your body language. I look at the way you react when I say certain things, and I use that to analyze how I uh, how I'm getting through to you. Um, and right now, when uh, for instance, like I'm on a college campus, and if you've been watching our previous videos, you surely know this. Uh, on a college campus, mostly everywhere in America, you need to, or you're required to wear a face mask. Uh, in Emporia, in general, it is a city ordinance that you wear a face mask anytime you enter a public building. Uh, outside, it's okay not to. They say you're supposed to have the whole six-foot social distance thing. Um, personally, I believe that if that is the way you're going to try and attack this, then surely six foot more than six feet is required um but i'm not a scientist i do not know these things that is just my personal opinion uh but right now we're focusing on the mask um but yeah i feel like personally uh mask hinder our ability to use these key points in facial emotion to connect with people and to learn people uh, and i feel like that's kind of a, causing a problem um an example i would have for you is uh, being in college, especially being a freshman during my first semester, I have not really gotten a lot of chances to actually uh, feel like I've truly met someone. Seeing someone's face is a way for me to say, I know you. Yes, I may know your name, I may know what you major in, I may know this and that, but seeing your whole face is a way that I use to recognize who you are and, and you know, you hear people say, oh, what's her face or what's his face or something like that. Or they say, um, you know, a lot of people remember names by faces and a lot of people do this and that. Uh, the only time I think that I really see people's faces is one, if I'm outside and with the cold weather, people actually use their face. This is really funny because I do it too. People actually use their face mask as a way to keep their face warm. Um, but like when it was nicer outside, people would have their face mask off and you could actually see their faces and stuff. But like in buildings and stuff, uh, in, in areas like the cafeteria, for for me, uh, for everyone else, it could be their place of work, high school, um, places like that. You don't get to see people's faces. I mean, imagine being a freshman coming into high school, and you're probably not going to see your teacher's face until this COVID stuff is over, or unless you uh, end up somehow seeing your teacher outside of a, a school presence um, when they're not wearing a mask. And it makes it, for me... Uh, it would make it really hard to connect with that person in that way uh, to actually understand who they are, what they look like, and have that trust for them. Um, I know some people aren't necessarily like this, but uh, for people who kind of relate to how I relate and the way I I read people and trust people, uh, seeing your face is a big thing. And so that that, that is kind of a harder uh, thing to deal with. Um, another thing I kind of want to talk about is like our natural bodily functions, 
I, I, maybe I'm using this in a wrong way, um, but things like coughing. Sometimes people cough. Sometimes they choke on their own saliva and they have to cough. Sometimes people inhale incorrectly and they cough. Or sometimes people just want to clear their throat or need to clear their throat and they cough. But anymore, it seems like if you cough in public, you are seen as someone that is dangerous. And, um, like, I understand why people are seeing, like, seeing it in this way. Uh, I'll give you an example. I, I literally coughed in the cafeteria the other day because I was taking a drink. And for some reason, my mind thought it would be a good idea to uh, inhale as I was taking a drink. Um, very stupid and uh, whatever. But sometimes it happens. Like, we've all had that instance, you know. You're eating something that kind of is powdery and you try to breathe while you eat it and you're coughing up a lung because you accidentally made that mistake or whatever. But nowadays it's like if you cough anywhere in public, you're seen as a threat to the public. Um, and people like will give you this look and it's like this, uh, what the hell you think you're doing look, you know? And I got that look from like three people in the cab because I coughed while trying to take a drink. Um, this isn't necessarily as big of a thing. It's just people being fearful, uh, especially college students, because if we get it, uh, I'll give you an example. In, in Emporia, if we get it, we get sent to what is called the Towers Complex, and you get to sit up there. I think it's on, like, the sixth floor, and you get to sit up there alone for two weeks, and I can't imagine any college student who would appreciate sitting alone in a building all the way up on the sixth floor, roughly 60, 70 feet up, and stuck in a room for two weeks. That wouldn't be fun. Uh, but it's a, a lot of other places too. Like I've went out to restaurants and stuff, hanging out with friends and I've accidentally coughed and people have like looked at me weird or I've seen someone cough and I've seen people's reactions to it. And it's like, to me, it, it's kind of immature. Um, yeah, we do have something going on right now, uh, called COVID-19. Uh, but like people aren't understanding that sometimes coughing is just a natural thing. Um, like I said, clearing your throat, accidentally uh, eating something wrong or drinking something wrong. Sometimes it's just something we have to do, and yet you get judged or looked at differently or looked at as a as a threat um, if you do so. Um, it's not really necessarily a huge issue, I guess, because um, normally by the time when we're doing things like this, we kind of learn to, like, you know, who gives a crap whatever someone else thinks of you. You're just living your life in the way you see fit. Uh, even if you know it's a mistake. But there are some people out there that they don't like it when people look at them that way or see them as a threat and stuff like that. And it can be kind of a problem, and it can make it, it can worsen that person's day. If they're already having a bad day and they're trying to go to the calf and have a peaceful meal to fulfill themselves and keep themselves going throughout the day and they feel like someone is hating them or judging them because they accidentally coughed, then that could have an impact on that person's day. And... Uh, I've said this in other videos as well. I'm not necessarily a person to sit back and be like, oh, well, everyone needs to be sensitive. But um, personally, I don't like to feel like people are uh, misunderstanding me or th judging me for something that either isn't something I meant to do or something that was a mistake. Um, so, yeah, I, I could see how that kind of bothered me and kind of affect someone's day. Uh, another big thing is shaking hands. Shaking hands is a major way that we communicate, in America especially. Uh, in some other countries, shaking hands is not necessarily a big thing, and a lot of them, kind of, I guess. 
But in America, we use shaking hands as a way to communicate. It shows trust, it shows companionship, and so on and so forth. Um, uh, even, even being the age I am, I have a lot of situations where shaking someone's hand is a big deal. Um, one of which is talking to adults. I, with what I do, with my work, and how I, uh, I live my life, I talk to a lot of adult people. Um, I feel like that's because I'm, uh, I don't want to sound arrogant, but it's because I'm, I tend to be a more mature person and surround myself with people who are older than me, so that way I can try and gain that wisdom. And a lot of times people who are older than me tend to use shaking hands as a way of communicating as well. And that's kind of how I learned it. You know, I used to work for a guy that owned a nursery and shaking hands was a normal thing. Um, meeting new people, shaking hands tends to be a serious or a, 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 a sure way of communicating. Hi, I'm Micah Romines, shake hands. Hi, I'm so-and-so while you're shaking hands. It's a way that we communicate. Uh, but we're told nowadays, and for obvious reasons, I'm sure that that's not an okay thing to do. Um, personally, I still shake hands if I if it's someone that is okay with it. I don't like try to force it or anything, but if it's someone that I know is okay with it, I'm still going to shake their hand because I believe it is a port, an important part of communication. I believe that it is um, an important way we communicate. And worst case scenario, if I truly feel like I would be in danger by shaking their hand, then I will go wash my hands or I will go put hand sanitizer on if it's someone that I don't know or something like that, uh, just to protect my status here in college and ensure that I am not being uh, infected by COVID or something like that, just because that will greatly affect me and how my classes work and everything like that. Um, let's see, what's another thing? Just in general, uh, a lot of um, in-person things are now restricted. Um, I have a lot of classes. I guess a lot of this kind of is going to relate to me, especially since I don't have a co-host here to discuss this with. Um, I'm not really sure how else to go about that. My first episode ever going at it alone, so... And, and it's only the fifth episode ever that I've done. Um, but... It, it, just to give you a heads up, it's going to relate a lot to what I've seen uh, with my experience with COVID so far. Uh, but like human to human contact, I have a lot of classes that are online or asynchromatic where I either just don't go to class or it's like a hybrid schedule. And that really bothers me. I'm a hands-on learner. I need to be in the classroom listening and watching the teacher teach. I, I don't really get a lot from sitting here with my freaking MacBook looking at a screen and hearing someone teach because I can't engage uh, instantaneously. Uh, no, that's not the word I want to use. I, I can't engage um, lively with that teacher. If I have a question, I then have to email them and wait for a response. And sometimes teachers are really busy and they can't get back to you right away. Sometimes it takes a day or two. I have an English teacher that she tries to be as responsive as possible. And for the most part, she does a good job. But she also works as a teacher and she works as a waitress. And her schedule is busier than hell. And sometimes she just can't get back to me. And not being able to be in the classroom sometimes when she teaches makes that really hard when I have a question on an assignment that has a deadline. Um, for other people, this may go for work. Maybe you're working from home now compared to working in an office. Um, I've heard a lot of, I've heard and I've read a lot of articles about how business is going to kind of have a new light on itself. Uh, a lot of 
businesses won't be traveling as much anymore because they've seen that they can do a lot of things over Zoom successfully. I think that, that that's a bad idea. I think it's important to be face-to-face and actually see people, uh, communicate with them in person, be able to shake their hand, see their face in person, and so on and so forth. I think that's really important. Um, and I'm, I'm really sorry if you can hear that train. Like I said, I'm in my dorm room. It's middle of the night, so trains tend to come through a little bit more. Uh, obviously, I don't really have a better place I can record than here currently. Um, anyway, if you hear that, I'm sorry. Um, but yeah, business especially, and that's something that I'm majoring in. Um, I, I feel like stuff like that's really important. Um, another thing I kind of wanted to talk about, uh, is, uh, relationships. And I, I don't mean like, oh, your boyfriend or your girlfriend. Um, uh, I'm, I'm talking mostly about, uh, relationship with with the elderly. And this could be grandparents or elderly friends or uh, relationships relationships in, in uh, respects to um, friends that may possibly have underlying health conditions um, have been greatly restricted because of COVID. And with respects, it is, excuse me, it is very justifiable to why these relationships are restricted. Um, but it's more of the fact that COVID is causing these issues that are affecting people's everyday lives. Sometimes, you know, a lot of people depend on their grandparents or they depend on these older, uh, older figures to help them keep going and stuff like that, or they depend on certain family members. Um, I, myself, I have a father that has some underlying health conditions. Um, and whenever, uh, I see him, I'm kind of fearful that me being around a lot of young kids that, um, don't take COVID as seriously as they maybe should in terms of transferring it to people with underlying health conditions or people that are elderly. Uh, I am fearful that I may pass something on to him that he may not be able to withstand. Um, and, and it does make me fearful. I, I don't go home a lot for this reason, especially because we do have a younger kid at home uh, that I believe is under the age of I think he's under the age of two. Don't quote me on that. Anyway, uh, it, it does make me fearful. I, I do not visit home a lot. I do not visit my grandparents a lot. I have two grandpas. I do not visit them a lot because of this reason. Um, and that's one thing that affects me. Uh, and and I guess it's, it's kind of something that bothers me because it's something that I can't necessarily control. Um, you know, and none of us can really control it. It's just like the flu. The, and, and this is one of the things, I guess maybe this will be a little bit political, but we didn't act this way during the flu. And yeah, we still had deaths. We still had losses. People's families were still disrupted because of this. But we didn't act this way during the flu. And I'm truly curious to why we're acting this way during COVID. Yes, it is new. Yes, it can be scary to have a new outbreak like this because we don't know what the long-term effects are. You know, you may be uh, young, but if you have COVID and uh, you survive it and yada yada, 10 years down the road, then complications could start showing. We, we just don't know these things. It's a new virus. Um, another thing I'd like to point out is uh, if you're watching this from Facebook and you ended up watching the previous video I had with Overtime with Oliver, 
uh, you would have heard me say something along the lines of, uh, if you don't believe COVID's real, then you need to do a little bit more research and kind of get your brain in check. This necessarily wasn't meant as an, an insult, but it was meant to um, kind of get you to be more receptive of the real world around you, not your beliefs. COVID is real. It's real. Okay. Um, it is a virus. It is real. One of the things I guess you could kind of conspiracize on is the fact of how it was brought about and how it was distributed and yada, yada, so on and so forth. Um, sure. Can conspiracize however you want about that. That's your opinions and your beliefs or whatever else. Um, there, and there is a lot of conspiracy about it, but anyway, uh, it is real and it is something that we should be cautious of. Um, but not something that should be feared. I don't think we should fear something like this. We don't fear and hide in our houses and shut our country down every winter when the flu comes around and has its peak, do we? So why the hell are we doing this for this? Caution, yes, it's new. Everything new should be taken with caution, especially when we're dealing with a worldwide issue. Like, it's not like it's just affecting America or the UK or Russia or China or anything like that. It's affecting the world. So yeah, it should be taken with a grain of salt and with a little bit of caution. Should we be shutting our world down because of it? No, I think that's bogus. Uh, and the reason why I say that is because of what I said earlier. Every year we have the flu. If you kind of compare it, the flu and COVID are pretty similar from the research that we've been shown so far. Uh, so I don't really understand from my point of view of why the hell we're shutting a country down because of this. Like I said, yes, we don't necessarily know the long-term effects of it, but it's pretty safe to say that we have a pretty good understanding of what they are, if any. Um, maybe I need to be doing some more research myself, uh, but like I've said in previous videos, I'm not an expert on a lot of these topics we're going to talk about. The point of the show is to talk about them. Uh, and if I'm wrong, call me out. Write a comment. Say, actually, this is the fact provide a source and we'll discuss it further from there. And if we need to have a redo episode, then let's do a redo episode. If you do that, maybe you can come on and actually talk to me about it if you're more knowledgeable than I am. But I do not understand why we are freaking out and so fearful. Well, actually I do. I, I know what's causing it. Uh, we won't talk about that because I believe that's pretty political. I know what's causing that fear, but I don't understand why we're so fearful and scared of something that has such similar traits to something as simple as the flu, which we have a vaccine for, and yet it still kills hundreds of thousand people worldwide each year. And we don't shut countries down for it. We don't shut travel down and shut economies down and yada yada for it. Why the hell are we doing it for something that has a lower death rate than it, right? Um, well, shit. I'm out of notes on that. So I guess we'll talk a little bit just about covid uh, in respects to how it affects people my age and possibly people a little bit older, uh, just to get our time up a little bit on this episode. Um, I would like to just take a couple seconds and apologize for my unpreparedness in this episode. Uh, Sean and I had plans to record it, but like I said, um, this Thursday, yesterday was my birthday, and I decided I wanted to try and hang out with some of my friends and make it kind of a little bit more special of a day than my normal day-to-day. -day. Uh, and I also had a exam to study for, but um, COVID has disrupted more lives than probably anything 
that our world has, has, has seen in the recent uh, past. Um, to the point where even someone like me, a, a, a God-fearing Christian and a Republican and a, a person with pretty strong beliefs, um, has to deal with the consequences of something like COVID to the point where it's starting to become a habit. Um, I'll give you an example. I went to go let one of my friends into the building because they didn't have their key card earlier tonight. And I I didn't wear a mask and I felt completely out of place. It felt so weird for me not to wear a mask. And all I did was literally walk to a door and let a person in. Um, the last time I went back to my hometown to visit family and such, I I felt... <laughs> I've, it felt weird for me because in Sabetha, it's not mandated that we wear a mask in public, but in Emporia, it is. You know, I go to Walmart because I need a gallon of milk and some bread to feed myself for a little bit or whenever I don't make it to the calf. I, I wear a mask. I go to the bathroom. I wear a mask. I go wash my hands. I wear a mask. I go to the calf. I wash. I, I wear a mask. Um, so like, it's become a, a everyday part of my life. It's something that I have to do. I'm required to do. And if I don't, I face repercussions and I don't want to face those. So it's really weird for me, and it's not necessarily part of my instant culture anymore to not be wearing a mask, except when I'm in my dorm. Uh, and that's that way for a lot of college students. I mean, I go, um, we talked about this in Wednesday's episode. Uh, I'm not going to hide this from anyone. I'm going to be truthful with you. Sometimes I go to parties to hang out with my friends and try to have a good time. I am in college. I am a teenager. Yes, I do things that parents probably won't agree with that, but I ain't gonna lie to you. I'm not gonna try and bullshit you and tell you I'm a perfect God child. I'm not. Uh, but going to those things, sometimes it's really weird to, to tell yourself, like, you don't need a mask on because nobody else is gonna be wearing a mask and you're trying to have a good time, yada, yada, you're not gonna worry about this. And yet there's been a couple times when I pulled my mask on and it was like, oh crap, I don't have my mask on. Like I should probably get my mask on, right? And like I would have one of my friends come up and be like, why, why, do you, why are you wearing a mask? I'd be like, well, I, I don't know, it's just habit. Like, it feels weird without it when I'm around a lot of people. It's not something that I'm used to. Um, very strange. <laughs> uh, I didn't really notice this until I actually started this whole podcast thing where uh, we talked about things that affect our everyday lives. Um, but yeah, it is very strange to think about uh, the more I talk about it. Um, I would say another thing that has really affected is, and again, this is going to be coming probably more from my side than a lot of you guys will experience, but maybe some of you will get a kick at understanding what college life looks like nowadays. Um, another thing that's affected me is uh, how I interact with people being a freshman in college. You know, when you think of freshman in college, your goals are to meet as many people as possible and start building as many relationships as possible so that way when you come in either your second semester or your sophomore year you are well off and you know a good amount of people you're building your network uh, you know the whole it's not what you know it's who you know kind of thing uh, you're working on that and building that and I, I don't really get to do that uh, a lot of that started with the fact that we weren't really allowed to have people in our dorms and a lot of that started with the fact that people just don't really associate with a lot of other people that they don't know outside of their circle because they are worried that they will come in contact with COVID with the whole meeting new people thing. Um, so yeah, it's, it's, 
it's really weird. Uh, I have a brother that went through college and I kind of know what his experience was like and I'm experiencing something that's completely the opposite. And it's nothing like I was told it's going to be. I was told at college it's going to be this amazing experience where you go through and you're building a network and friendships and getting an education and all this other stuff. And here I am spending 90% of my time in my dorm with 90% of my classes online with 90% of my life being either behind a screen or uh, in four walls. This is not what I ever thought of college being. I thought of college being something so much different. But because of COVID, it's not. Um, which, yeah, it sucks. I'm not going to sit here and fucking complain about it the entire time. But uh, it does suck. And it is uh, a strange thing. Um, I was a senior last year. Uh, if any of you guys remember the whole Pray for 2020 uh thing that was like praying for 2020 seniors we did lose our senior year um track uh high school track that was one of my big things i i depended on track for a lot of reasons and in my own hometown i felt like track was one of the things that helped me connect with the people that didn't really see me in the same light as they saw some of the other kids um just kind of the way i felt in my hometown i felt like i was kind of an outcast I came from a family that wasn't very popular in our hometown. We were a small town, so, you know, one thing bad happened. Everybody tended to have their own judgment of it or a connective judgment of it, and you got viewed as differently. Um, we didn't have a lot of money. In our town, a lot of things seemed to revolve around money. I thought that was stupid, but sometimes that was mostly with the younger kids, and that comes with adolescence and ignorance. Um, as you grow up, you tend to learn that it doesn't matter how much money you have. It matters who the people are around you. And I hope the people that did judge me because of money uh, are learning that now. But yeah, we weren't a very popular family in our town. Uh, be it as it may, we didn't interact a lot, but that's because of how we felt in respects to not being necessarily a popular family. Um, our family had its flaws like every other family. And sometimes those flaws were made public and uh, it affected us and it affected me and how I was viewed. But track made me feel like everyone forgot about that for a second when they were watching me run. Again, I don't want to sound arrogant, but I felt like I was a pretty decent runner and I had a lot of people tell me that they really loved watching me run and enjoy doing so. And um, I feel like it kind of helped me set myself aside from everybody's opinion that they had on our family. And uh, my senior year, the year that I was gonna give it everything I had no matter what happened, no matter if it was a hamstring injury or a groin injury or anything like that, I was gonna make something happen to make a lasting impression on my community. And that was taken away from me. And I lost all of it. Um, now I'm going through my first semester of college, one of the most important milestones for kids my age. And I, I, you know, I'm going to a college that not a lot of kids from my town go to. We came from a small town, obviously. And I kind of feel, again, like an outcast. I don't know a lot of people here. I know some people. Uh, I know people that I met from things like parties and stuff, but uh, they're not people that are going to be there for me when I need them. It's not like I'm in my hometown where I have my select circle. Um, 
So it's hard for someone like me to cope with getting used to being alone a lot. I'm not a person that specifically does well alone. Um, I do well when I'm around people because I have learned to connect really well with people. And that's one of the ways COVID has severely impacted my life. Uh, And I'm sure there's a lot of kids out there that feel the same way. Uh, I'm sure I'm not the only one. And uh, you don't believe me. I mean, especially look to athletes. Uh, Athletes are some of the people that are especially paying for this. And I, I mean, I explained to you my track story, but I'm sure there's people out there that probably had a lot of different stories um, with that. There are some kids that depend on things like sports to actually be happy in life because that's all they got. I didn't depend on track. I, I used it to to really grow who I was and make people like me, I guess, but I didn't necessarily depend on it to be a happy person. But there are some people out there that use that as a way to find happiness, and they also lost that. Uh, and we're still seeing issues with that. Uh, recently, I don't really watch the news anymore because I don't trust it. Uh, I don't watch the news anymore because I feel like it make, it made me sad seeing how much hatred there is in our news. Um, but I checked it earlier today, as in yesterday, and uh, a lot of the articles I read were COVID numbers are on the rise. And, I would, and <laughs> the first thing I thought was, oh shit, here we go again. Repeat it next year. I feel sorry for this year's seniors. Class of 2021, pray for you. Honestly, like, I, I, I hope to God your your year doesn't end like mine did. I, I, I would be so sad because that is just not something I want to see other people go through. Um, it wasn't really fun. It wasn't fun having to have my graduation in July. That was pretty weird. <laughs> I guess there's no other way to put that. It was weird. Um, yeah. Uh, Let's see, what's the one thing I want you to learn today? Or I should say, what's the one thing I want you to open your mind on today? Uh, Your Friday morning, it's the end of the week. You survived another week in this hellish world of politics, hatred, and arrogance. Um, Let's give you something something you need to learn. Uh, One thing I would say you should learn or acknowledge or open your mind on is the fact that... um, no matter what your political views are or what your belief is about COVID, that you need to make sure you're being open about everybody's opinions, not because we're all sensitive people or anything like that, but because people do have different beliefs than you. Um, if you're told that you need to wear a mask in a building that requires it, just wear the mask. Respect the people that own that business. Respect the people who go in there. Um if you're told that you need to wear a mask for a football game, even though it's outside and yada yada, just do it. It helps It helps build confidence in allowing school sports to keep going. Don't argue with it. Don't do this or that. Just, I'm, I'm not saying comply necessarily. What I'm saying is just respect others and their beliefs. I, for one, I'm not a huge fan of the mask. But like I said, it's become an everyday habit of mine and I feel weird without one now. And trust me, it wasn't because I complied. I complained and bitched a lot about masks, but now it's just something that I've had to do uh, for so long that now it's kind of became a habit. Now it feels weird without it. It's, it's like brushing your teeth in the morning. 
you know, you stay out of friend's house unexpectedly and you don't have a toothbrush or anything and you wake up in the morning and you're like, oh, I don't like this. My breath smells bad. My, my saliva tastes bad. I don't like this. Uh, and that's kind of how I feel like when I go something or go somewhere without a mask. It's just weird. It doesn't feel right because I've literally spent the last three or four months doing so. Uh, yeah, be more open, be more accepting of people's beliefs in that manner when it comes to things like COVID. Um, because you, you may not know, you may not know the reason why they, they're scared of it. Uh, like I said, I don't want to make this episode political because my entire show is not supposed to be about politics. It's supposed to be about our world. Uh, well, America, but it's supposed to be about the world around us. But, you know, there may be Democrats out there that absolutely despise the policies that uh, a lot of Democrats put out there and think masks are stupid. There might be some Republicans that fear it. Um, it depends on what people's family situations are a lot of times. Uh, sorry, I got distracted. There's a really weird noise with the pipes. Sometimes they're building like moans and, and creaks and stuff, and it's really weird. It's a brand new building that was built like two years ago, and sometimes I think it's still trying to scare the shit out of everyone living in it. Um, but yeah, sometimes people are just not necessarily trying to comply or be afraid of COVID. COVID. Sometimes people are just trying to protect their loved ones. So yeah, you need to be able to respect that. Um, so things like masks. You may not believe in masks or believe that masks even work, but you need to be able to respect the people that do believe masks work because they're not doing it to comply. They're not doing it to make a political statement. They might just be doing it to help keep their family safe because they believe that that will help. Um, so just open your mind on that a little bit um, and, and be a little bit more accepting of people who do have those beliefs because they're humans and they're allowed to have those beliefs and it's our right to do so. And it's your right as an American citizen to disagree, but at the same time, your rights end where another person's rights begin. And a lot of that can centralize around beliefs. You can't force your beliefs on the people and they can't force their beliefs onto you. Uh, so you need to be a little bit more open of that. Um, and I apologize, this episode's not going to be as long as a lot of the other ones. Uh, like I said, it's really hard to do this with me just talking into an open room without anyone to conversate with. Uh, if I'm being honest with you, I feel like a crazy person. Because I'm, I'm literally staring at a blank wall, spewing a bunch of stuff about COVID, um, which are just a lot of my, my views and my experiences. So, yeah, I feel kind of crazy right now. Um, anyway, I think that's going to be all I, I have to talk to you about COVID today. Um, if you have something that you feel like I left out that should be talked about and should be heard by people... Uh, please feel free to drop a comment and let me know. And if it's something that you just want to, if, if you want to question something that I believe, not in like a derogative way, but if you're just curious and you want to have a, and, and you have a question about uh, any of my beliefs, trust me, I'll be more than willing to be open with you about it. Um, if you go and watch Overtime with Oliver, uh, it's a guy named David Oliver. I was on his show. Uh, if you do want to watch more things about politics, go and listen to that episode that I did with him. Um, that is a very political, heavy episode. Uh, I wasn't a fan of it, personally. He kept referring to me as a Trump endorser, and I'm not. I'm a Republican, 
and I'm a Republican endorser. Um, sorry if you don't like that or if that changes your opinion of me, but I don't necessarily love everything about Trump. Uh, I just love that he... I, I love the fact that I feel safe and trusting him that he will protect uh, my beliefs more than Biden will. Um, but yeah, if you love political stuff, please go check out Overtime with Oliver. I just did an episode with him that was released yesterday. Uh, really amazing episode. I have a lot of respect for David Oliver. Um, he is a 51-year-old Democrat, and I'm an 18-year-old Republican. And the opposing viewpoints and beliefs that come with that age gap and ideology, ideological differences uh, was completely obvious. Um, but I do have to give him credit. He held his ground. I held my ground. And we had a very respectful uh, conversation about politics, even with different viewpoints. Um, and this is what I talked to you guys in the first, this is what I talked to you guys about in the first episode where, um, it is possible to be friends with and cooperate with people with opposite beliefs. Um, I'm a, I'm a huge believer in, um, showing people that it can happen rather than just saying it can happen. And this is me showing you guys 51 year old man who is one, he has a lot bigger audience than I am of people following him, and he has a lot bigger reputation than I do. And I'm just an 18-year-old business-owning college student who's trying to start a podcast to help people, um, help people further their um, open-mindedness. And him and I met on Facebook three hours prior to the, the interview, and then I went on his show with very few notes that I had from my first podcast and I let him have free range with questions. I had no idea what questions he was going to ask. He just picked my brain with my beliefs and we had a very respectful conversation and it was very beneficial. I promise you won't be, I, I promise you won't be disappointed if you uh, go and check that out. Um, it was very interesting, even for me, um, to talk about some of those things. Um, but yeah, be, feel free to go check that out. Feel free to please follow us on Spotify at Project America. If you're listening to this on anything with Facebook, please share it around to your friends. Um, I know a lot of people don't like sharing stuff like this because, uh, especially if it has political content in it, a lot of people don't like sharing it. But start showing people that you're not going to put up with others who judge you based on your political belief, for one. And... Don't be afraid to share your beliefs. Um, it's within your right to do so, and people should not have the right to judge you based on your beliefs. So don't be afraid to do that. Please share this around with your friends and your family. Um, if you have anyone that you know may be interested, feel free to recommend them. Uh, please like this and, and comment, like I said, if you have any questions or anything like that. I do enjoy getting to engage with people. Um, it's one of my favorite things about business, in fact, is getting to meet and engage with new people. Uh, so it, it does mean a lot. Um, other than that, that's all I got for you guys today on this uh, very, very early Friday morning, roughly 4 o'clock now. Uh, it's been nice getting to come out and just kind of empty my brain on how I feel about COVID uh, and some of the worries I have about how COVID is affecting our society. Um that being said, I'm your host, Micah Romines, trying to make you open your mind every day with a new topic or a repeating topic, depending on what we're talking about. Uh, it's been an honor 
getting to come and talk to you guys and I look forward to seeing you next Monday um, just kind of what we're looking for next week uh, we'll be keeping somewhat of the same schedule I don't have any currently planned guests to come on uh, but we'll be keeping the same schedule with Monday being politics Tuesday technology Wednesday educational uh, Thursday cultural and Friday with a fun free topic where uh, it could be anything from how a TV works to um, having someone on to just talk comically. Share this around. I love to get in and talk to you guys and getting uh, to give you guys the opportunity to pick my brain. I'm your host, Michael Romines, and I will see you this coming Monday. Thank you.